Thank you for listening to another episode of Recovery Nuggets Podcast. What's up, everybody, all you Recovery Nuggets out there? This is your host, David Clemen, bringing you a pre-holiday mini nugget. That's right, a mini nugget. I got a little nudge from a very close person in my life who suggested it was time for a mini nugget. So here we are. It's been a good week. Uh, My dad was up from Florida and got to spend some time with him. And then we went out to dinner with my mom, my dad, my aunt, Janet and I. So that was fun. And then Sunday we went with Janet's family to take donations to the hospice care center here where I live and her side of the family has had a couple of family members um, be taken care of by the wonderful people at hospice. And so a family tradition is to take donations for the kitchen that is there. So the families that have loved ones that are at end of life and going, um, you know, are just visiting with them while they transition. Uh, There's food and beverages in the kitchen. And then they have a wonderful memorial garden where they have Japanese maples and a couple of creeks and fountains that run through the, the garden as well as a labyrinth. And they have a little uh, butterfly gazebo where they have memorial butterflies that I, I'm not sure, but it looks like they're made by local artists. So that was good. And then um, it's a short week at work. <clears throat> and tomorrow will be a very short day. And then we'll be into Thanksgiving and visiting with family. And so I was thinking about different topics for a mini nugget. There's so many, but... I wanted to come from a place of appreciation and gratitude and then also talk about forgiveness. And, um, you know, I have this gratitude rock on my desk. And when I first got clean, I watched that movie, The Secret. And uh, there was somebody in part of the movie where they were talking about villages in Africa painting gratitude rocks and the meeting where I got clean, I went back over there after I saw this and I found they actually had a lot of rocks right there. So I found this rock and it's interesting because it's flat on the bottom and then it's kind of rounded. So it sits perfectly. It doesn't, it doesn't rock. And I had written gratitude on it. And that was over 16 years ago now. And gratitude helped me change my attitude from entitlement, the victim, and really helped me get into appreciating what is and what I, what is in front of me. Like what 
I actually have in this moment. And gratitude's definition is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. And, you know, there's three types of gratitude. Gratitude as an effective trait, one's overall tendency to have a grateful disposition, a mood, daily fluctuations in overall gratitude, and an emotion, a more temporary feeling of gratitude that one may feel after receiving a gift or a favor from someone. So, you know, gratitude can change everything. And it really did for me. Um, I had no idea that when I was grateful what, for what I have, then it makes everything more than enough. And that's a common thread you hear about gratitude. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. And um, you hear a lot about attitude of gratitude. And gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. And that's from Melody Beattie. And um, it's not happiness that brings us gratitude. It's gratitude that brings us happiness. And that's that's a big one right there. Because when I was younger, after college, you know, I was chasing, I was always chasing the right amount of money, the right job, the right amount of accolades or validation. And I, it was like I held my happiness and gratitude kind of at bay because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to experience it on the way to whatever this unattainable goal was like i thought oh well once i get all this stuff and there's a certain number in the bank or there's a certain person by my side or i have this job or this car or this house or whatever it was all twisted i had it all twisted and then when i got clean and started working steps and recovery and doing service and being shown unconditional love and all that and then getting a low paying job but being satisfied that it was enough my my spirit started to change i started to appreciate blue like being a blue collar worker just going to work every day and the job that i got it really was the the best thing that I needed because it was something I was learning a skill, but I wasn't getting any attention for it. I was just learning a skill. And it was that skill to this day is actually still helping me thrive. You know, I get up, I work every day at 730, gives me purpose. Uh, I get to go and be social interact with people, have a sense of accomplishment by finishing tasks and being a part of something. And so over time, I just started to gain more appreciation for my parents and people that really, they work hard and pay their bills and it's not about the attention. And because I was, there were certain things that lacked in my psyche when I was younger, 
I always sought validation outside of and in fantasy land. And yet when I was able to settle down, get clean and just go to work, things started to change. And, you know, when I quit smoking, I had more money for my bills and things just started to shift on kind of like a, a universal level where I was appreciative of the little bit of money that I was making. And so when I started using that money properly for the right things and not uh, running up, you know, debt like I used to do when I was using, there was a momentum shift. And so it helped me be more appreciative of hard work, responsibility, accountability, uh, fiscal responsibility and all that. And so slowly but surely, I had more appreciation and gratitude for all the things that went with that and getting a good night's sleep and getting up early and showing up and not calling out sick because I was hungover, all that stuff. You know, which leads me to, I had to, I had to learn about forgiveness as well. And, and I actually was writing about forgiveness this week in my journal and, and I really was taking a look at like, where, where do I still hold resentments? You know, like in my daily, kind of in the things I think about, you know, do I have like a resentment against a neighbor or something, an argument that happened when I was in middle school. And I'm, I don't know about anyone else, but I can remember like the person, the situation, you know, and just still holding on to that crap. And that's what it is. It's crap. It's crap. And the definition, uh, what is the true meaning of forgiveness? This is off the Google. Uh, what is forgiveness? Psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. And I like that because uh, it, I'm making a conscious, dis deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment towards a person or group who has harmed you and check this out. One of the per people that harmed me the most was me, you know, so can I forgive myself for not having the tools to deal with everything that was lacking, regardless of, um, things that happened to me when I was a kid, can I forgive myself for trying to destroy myself with drugs and alcohol and promiscuity and um, running up credit cards. Can I forgive people who did harm me or made me feel less than or uh, showed actions that made me feel less than, you know? Uh, that's one thing that I've learned too in recovery is that People can't make me feel anyway. It's it's what I choose to feel. And that's a that's a hard one to take responsibility for because you can say someone hurt my feelings, uh, but that doesn't mean that 
you know, it, it, I want to make sure I'm communicating this properly. Uh, just because someone says something hurtful doesn't mean that I have to continue to feel hurt over it. I do get some control. It doesn't mean that it didn't hurt. But, you know, a lot of recovery is like taking the responsibility of like my well-being, whether someone did something questionable or not, you know, and it takes time. It definitely takes time. I mean, sometimes people say something that fucking pisses you off. Excuse my language. Um, but, and what I found is sometimes there's a, th a big thread of truth in there and that's really why it pisses me off because it hurts because I know there's a part of it that's right on point and I wasn't ready to deal with it. Wasn't ready to deal with that one. So. You know, forgiveness and gratitude can go hand in hand, I think. Because I, I feel like the longer I stay clean, the longer I recover, and the more that I'm able to be honest with my actions and how I was and where I fell short and and be being willing to make an amends and say, I'm sorry for doing this. And then also following it up with how can I make it right? The more that I do that and I w become willing to ask for forgiveness, then I become more willing to offer forgiveness to others and not hold that resentment. And so it has really softened my heart and it's really helped my compassion for others grow. You know, because when I was using and really doing kind of the opposite of what recovery has taught me, no one understood Ever, I always thought, well, I'm just complicated. You don't understand me. Uh, I'm a complicated person. You know, you just don't understand. But the longer that I stay in recovery, it, it's more about learning to understand others, learning to understand how I behave, how I think, how I talk to myself, how I feel in my heart, and, and really understand that recovery is about, <laughs> I mean, it's about healing. It's about love. It's about compassion. It's about forgiveness. It's about dignity, liberation from the chains of whatever addiction you're going through. You know, and... At some point, it becomes clear that, like, there's so much help available. There is. It doesn't matter what your trauma is or your, your addiction, where you really are compulsive. Yet, 
no one's coming to save me. They're not. They're not coming unless I ask for the help. So if I'm hiding out and, you know, another thing I was thinking about too is like using uh, sarcastic humor as kind of a defense mechanism. And I'm really trying to work on it. Like I did something the other day. I saw this guy that I hadn't seen in a while at one of our vendors and Normally, I would say, hey, it's good to see you, man. But for some reason, I every now and then I'll do this thing that's just, I think it's being funny. Or I'm just making a little jab, you know. And uh, I said, they still let you work here? Like as a joke. But the guy said, huh? And it hit me that I was using sarcasm as a way of kind of hiding. And I didn't, it made me feel bad in that moment. I'm like, why did I say that? I could have just said, Hey, what's up, man? It's good to see you. Cause that's how I really felt. But it was like, it's like a sarcasm is a protective thing, you know? And uh, I just, I, I know how it made me feel. I did not, I didn't like it. So I'm going to forgive myself of that. So sarcasm, the use of irony to mock or convey contempt. And that's exactly what that was. Sarcasm refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say, especially in order to insult someone. And uh, I definitely am a lot better at it. But I mean, I remember one time I went to this. It's an arts group down there. They, um, they meet on Bald Headed Island once a year. And I went out there and one of the artists was painting and uh, he was like, he had his easel set up facing the ocean. It was a gorgeous day. And I got out there and the first thing I said to him, I was like, oh man, this is terrible. And he was like, huh? I'm like, oh, this is really tough out here, isn't it? And he said, no, actually it's awesome. And that's what I really meant to say. And it's like, oh, okay. Got it. Once again, instead of saying how I really felt, I use sarcasm. And it's a little thing, you know, and it's actually sarcasm is embraced a lot. You know, sarcasm applies to expression frequently in the form of irony that is intended to cut or wound and uh, it's something I can work on for sure. So we've we've talked about gratitude, forgiveness, sarcasm, and I love humor. Don't get me wrong, but sarcasm definitely has a sharp and often satirical or ironic utterance designed to cut or give pain. That's a definition I didn't I didn't come up with that. <laughs> and um. 
sarcasm refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say, especially in order to insult someone or to show irritation or just to be funny. Yeah. You know, I definitely have to take a look at that. Definitely have to take a look at that. So with that, everything else is going pretty good. And I hope some of this, I'm kind of, I'm not, all over the place, but I wanted to cover a couple of topics that I've been thinking about this week, but really uh, in, hand in hand with gratitude and appreciation is forgiveness because I don't know how long I'm going to be alive and whenever I do go or whatever, um, I really want to have the slate clean and I want to have the, I want to have the slate clean with myself as well. And so if I have to forgive myself and really work on forgiving myself so I can be free and liberated from those resentments, the anger, the self-loathing, you know, I've, I've really have been working on that this year because when I leading up to turning 50, uh, it was definitely difficult. I've shared about it before. And I feel like now that I turned 50 and I've had some time past 50 where I, it's like things are becoming more clear, like what's important to me, what's not important, what's a waste of time. And the things that are important all start with love. You know, and I didn't love myself for a long time. I really didn't. I actually hated myself. I can say that. Because I, for whatever reason, I was not living up to the legend in my own mind. And what I'm finding out is the, the legend I had created in my mind is not what people care about that are close to me. They could give two, two, you know, two rats about it. They don't, they just don't care about that. They care about me as the person. And so when we're, when we're, when we're trying to get clean and we're trying to recover, we're trying to put down a compulsive behavior or we're trying to make big changes. It just takes love, you know, it takes some, it takes some self-compassion, some self, self, uh, forgiveness. Compassion is a sympathetic response to serve distress of others. And I could apply that to myself. I have this um, pamphlet in front of me from Hope Recovery and Meg McBride put this together and I have it up here and it has lots of, it has uh, transformation, reconciliation, reciprocity, liberation, dignity, compassion, love. I like to have that stuff in front of me when I'm 
writing and working on the podcast. And I have this, uh, this diagram that I just wrote, I wrote where it says new era. What can you let go of? Where can you put more focus? And so it has my name in the middle and, and around the side. It says physical food and training job, um, podcast, labor of love. And it has a bubble that says community, um, 12 step, Tom Raj, Jeff Daniel, those guys are in my network. And then it has a bubble that says, give, there is nothing to protect. And there was a, a, a phrase that I had heard a long time ago. It says, give everything. Give everything you got. There's nothing to protect anymore. Let it go. And then my interests are like home art, doing classes on Skillshare. And, um, and I've got a bubble here. It says, fun, hobbies, travel, fly for it, fly, bleh. Blah. I'm leaving that in. I'm not editing that, editing that out. So that's just part of the mini nugget. That's right. A mini nugget. And then at the bottom, I have let go or be dragged. It's one of my favorite sayings. And then it says family, mom, dad, Janet with a little heart. So that's kind of where I'm at. I hope this helped something some mini nuggets to chew on and take with you through the holidays give yourself a break if it gets stressful everybody's going through it you know i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to eating good food relaxing watching a little football and you know the holidays bring up a lot of different things for a lot of different people you know uh, some people love Thanksgiving, but they don't like Christmas. Some people love them both. Some people don't like any of them. There's a lot of memories that are brought up. Some of them are good. Some aren't great. But just know that, like, you're not alone. If it's if it's stressing you out, you know, that's just kind of how it is at the end of the year. And um, we all process it differently, and that's okay. Like. You know, it's okay. That's the whole thing is like, it's all right. Forgive yourself for if the, if they holiday, if the holidays stress you out, it's okay. Have compassion for yourself. You know, it could be stressful. And then the tools are, how do we deal with the stress? You know, if we're in a relationship, can we talk about it? Instead of like lashing out, can we just say, Hey, you know what? I'm getting a little overwhelmed here. I would like to take 10 minutes, five minutes. I need to take a couple hours just to relax, maybe chill out and watch a movie. Um, and, you know, sometimes when a big get together gets overwhelming, I will actually go in my office just and just let to listen to some music. It's not that I'm not wanting to participate, but I get overstimulated sometimes. And when I get overstimulated, I kind of shut down. And so I need to take five or I'll go out in the yard and walk around or whatever. Whatever the tool is that you can do to kind of get centered again and regulate, it's a good idea. It's a real good idea. So that's about it. I want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Thank you for showing up for another episode of Recovery Nuggets.
And I really appreciate all the listeners. Shout out Senegal. Someone in Senegal listened this past week or so. And, you know, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm pulling for you. If you're new in recovery, if you're not new in recovery, but you've been around a while, I'm pulling for you. And that is about it. I am going to take it easy the rest of tonight and get ready for the holidays. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Much love. Thanks for showing up for your recovery. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast. Get in touch with the show via Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. Also, the email is recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Recovery Nuggets Podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12-step program. I'm not a doctor, counselor, or therapist. I share my experience, strength, and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. Thank you.